everyone, welcome back to the last and final episode about the Cuban Revolution. So far, with gambling, mafia families, people living as sex workers to get money, Batista originally being elected as president and making himself dictator of Cuba, while Castro was there. Promises not being kept, having some women that were feminists or lesbian feminists protest along with by Afro-Cubans against the political organization for race for religion. Struggling from liberation, which were in Bautista's dictatorship in the 1950s, no attempt to stabilize the price of food, and the mistake of Cuba's economy failing, calling victory and having a missile dropped on the whole country, Cuba had their own show. The Castro brothers quickly consolidated their power, sweeping away all the romance of the Bautista Regram and muscling out all of the rival rebel groups that had, in, that, had, that had aided them in the rise to power. No legacy was left, no street had his name on name, and there wasn't a single statue in his honor. But Fidel Castro said he wasn't he didn't want or need that type of organization. People have waited for Castro's legacy for the decades to come out. But his revolution accomplishments and failures are open on display in today's Cuba. Even with the reforms of recent years, there is a stamp of half the century of fidelismo. Cubans tell the story as the maximum leader, who was a workaholic micromanager, who turned the Caribbean island into an economic, political, and social liberated that has simulated that has simultaneously intrigued, appealed, and inspired the world. The most apparent downside of his legacy is material is material scarcity. The weather is hot, so they don't need the fuel to keep to keep themselves warm. The constitution ensures everyone that has access to music and art and going to see concerts or plays is either free or cheap. The state also provides subsidy for citizens to buy staples such as eggs, sugar, and rice. For ordinary Cubans, things tend to either and to be either in short supply, such as transport, housing, and food, or prohibitively expenses like soap, books, and clothes. Now children in wreck neckerchiefs go to free schools. Families rationalizing toilet paper in depleted houses. Pensioners enjoying free medical treatment. Newspaper filled with Montenegro's state propaganda. The Cuban Revolution found revolutions throughout the Latin America as idealistic young men and women took up arms to try and change hated governments for new ones. The results were awfully mixed. The current Cuban government continues to repress and punish dissent and public criticism. The number of short-term ability arrests of human rights defenders. Independent journalists and other lower in 2019 than 2018, but remained high with more than 1,800 arbitrary detentions reported through August. The government continues to use their expensive tactics against critics, including beatings, public shaming, travel restrictions, and terminations of employment. All forms of dissent are not permitted. It is likely that our 
there will be any chances of a government over the next few years. As Cuba suffered with economic problems and having limited health care, currently the United States has the same problems even more with the pandemic. But I feel like other parts in the world are going through the same thing due to the pandemic. Many people have lost jobs in the, in the United States. People don't usually get accepted to have insurance or any type of health care. If it's an emergency, you just fall back on debt and have a pile of hospital bills. As for the economic crisis and people losing their jobs, there has been the check given to be in quarantine this year and pay any bills needed to be paid. Unfortunately, Cuba didn't do that or have that opportunity because they were in a revolution. But we can apply it to what we have to what Cuba had to do so they can get what they wanted. If we did, it would take a long term. Also, the, the current Cuban government is much more different than the, than Castro and Bautista were. Well, it seems now that Cuba is back on track and gone what they believed in. Even so, being and running as the first country to turn communist, there are still some people out there in Cuba who run still on the socialist government. It's pretty hard to believe because some of those people are far by old now. But that comes to the end of my podcast. Thank you for listening and sticking with me. I hope you enjoyed thought or little memory in your head about the Cuban Revolution. Till next time, bye.